0: The Gratitude Podcast, episode 61.
1: Of course, there's many other elements to gratitude. I was just at an elementary school uh, yesterday doing a program with them here in the New York area. And to children, I was explaining it in a way that it was gratitude is being thankful. But on the other hand, the less we can complain is the same Equation. So the more we're grateful is on one side of the equation, the less we complain is on the other side of the equation. And how do we actually practice complaining less? As children, as adults, all of us. Uh, children have more of a right to because they're always doing that to adults who they're dependent on. Which that relationship is 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 okay, um, and it, we grow out of it. But I was just trying to plant the seed of the idea that how can we play games like complaining less and try to go a day without complaining? But When you do, just be aware of it and say, oh, okay, and try to make a really fun uh, process. And I shared with him some examples of how I played that game before with, with my nephews and nieces and how amazing of an opportunity it is for us to cultivate gratitude by being aware of where we're complaining. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta.
0: Hi, Gratitude Seeker, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have an amazing human being. I've been listening to his songs and uh, I just feel uplifted. Uh, I've mentioned uh, his songs also in one of uh, the shorter episodes that I do on the Gratitude Podcast. And I really encourage you to listen to, to him because it's, it's just uplifting it just uh, connects you to a, to a higher vibration and uh you can feel the place where uh, where he was um, internally when he did these songs and i think it's it's quite incredible um welcome nimo uh, patel you. i i really appreciate you accepting my invitation and um yeah i i'm just happy that that you're here with with me with us and uh you're sharing your your message because you unlike other uh, people that are musicians that uh, don't really have an, a message you have a really deep and profound message and i really appreciate that
1: thank coming. you thank you brother thank you for inviting me here uh in in Romania and on planet earth uh, and all over uh, sharing your message of gratitude through, through uh, these podcasts. So thank you so much for having me here um, and the music. Yes. Uh, the message is, is, good. It's very universal. So it's not my message, but um, I think it's just uh, for me also, it's a blessing to try to practice that message in my day to day life. I think that's most important. So yeah, I, I appreciate your, your sharing.
0: Totally, totally. What I forgot to, to uh, say about you is that you went from being a from having an Ivy League education to Wall Street to fame and fortune as a, as an MTV rap star, and and at some point uh, in your journey, you realized that uh, this is a walking path to suffering of suffering. Uh, do you want to say a few words about this? What happened that uh, got you to? Uh, realize this and to choose another path?
1: Sure yeah I mean I ultimately um, as a seeker of life uh, you know you 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 try to follow a path that you feel is going to bring you joy and happiness at least initially that was my vision and that was um, working hard and getting eventually wanting to get a a position in the entertainment industry that I felt um, I was seeking and as my journey progressed and as I got rewards that I felt were very um, what I was hoping to receive, I also really realized that I wasn't happy actually even during those moments of success. And I think that was a big thing for me, Georgian, that if I was supposed to receive happiness through the achievements of what I was hoping to achieve and when I did achieve certain things, I wasn't happy, then I knew that inside myself there was something really um, that I need to fix actually. And, and mm-hmm. then um, I think that was the journey that led me to say, okay, well, if you don't start now in changing your internal wiring, then you're just going to continue to live this life where on the outside it might feel okay and great, but internally, you're not going to be feeling that joy that you have the potential to feel. And I think when we have that fulfilled, that element, the internal element is, is the space where we can offer the most, externally so there's a quote by Mahatma Gandhi that had always inspired me he said the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others and and I think that that point of my journey is when I decided to kind of close everything and let go of everything I had and try to start again by serving and and being a humble servant of of the world in my own small way and that's been the journey now so uh that's that's i think my my purpose in life to serve in whatever small ways i can while i'm here and then leave smiling
0: <laughs> that that's wonderful and what's particularly interesting for me is that um when i was in high school i actually uh started a, a rap band
1: oh cool man <laughs> yeah that's awesome
0: yeah and we were let's say a bit successful in in our little town mm-hmm. uh of course you wanted to be like the big s- successes that we saw on tv mm-hmm. um and it was interesting for me that even then i realized that uh, it's not actually the thing i love the create- creative process i loved right. uh, writing lyrics for instance because they were positive motivational um but I felt that it, it wasn't something true for me. And mm-hmm. that was very interesting. And, uh, but on the other side, I was thinking that it might just be that I didn't reach that level of success. And the fact that you uh, have reached that level of, of success and that have found that it's not what fulfills you, um, for me personally, it's quite interesting. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, like connecting the dots you know <laughs> mm,
1: yeah it's a, i mean it's a it's it's individual for each of us right no matter what our situation and, and parameters and but i think for me the most important thing was to keep um questioning myself and being honest with myself and not let the outside influences uh guide my my understanding of how i was feeling and what i should be doing so i think that internal questioning and authenticity to myself um, I think I would credit to making changes that I otherwise, like you said, probably would not have desired to just keep following that path because it felt like it was good and nice and well, you know, exactly. Outside. Yeah,
0: So exactly. So um, getting back to gratitude, I'm really mm-hmm. curious what gratitude means for you. I know that you have uh, a whole song on gratitude, a really mm-hmm. great song. And uh, the video with with the song is just amazing, and uh, mm-hmm. definitely I rec- recommend our listeners to check it out. I will link, link it into into the show notes. So, what does gratitude mean for you, Nemo?
1: Um, it's a it's a big, uh, a very deep rooted question because it's it's a lifestyle in a sense, or it's a practice of living, and it's not really an. Um, just one virtue or value. It's it's something that we definitely have to cultivate and keep cultivating and be committed to. Um, for me, it's this idea and it, it goes very macro Georgian and it goes very micro. And on the macro level is stepping back and trying to understand just the history of our planet and thinking of these 4.5 billion years that scientifically this planet has been in existence. And for if I'm looking at it just from my perspective, my micro lens, this for me, this is the human body that I get to connect with, my mind, my my mind, my heart, my senses, to be given an opportunity to be a small dot on this, hist- this historical timeline of this planet. And then to be at this moment where human beings have come to this uh, great space of achievement and destruction at the same time. And to be witness to this um, all and and sometimes be a part of it and sometimes try to step back and just be like, wow, um, this is quite magical to be in this space and time. And this is the one tiny planet that I'm talking about, planet Earth, billions of other planets, and we we have no clue what goes beyond. But to be a small part of this one at this time frame, to me, is quite magical. So to step back and just understand that element is to me, one of the foundations of, of trying to step into gratitude. And, um, as I go deeper then into my life, into, um, my being in presence here, uh, being a part of that journey, then, okay. Then I soak into my personal life beyond the macro and start saying, well, this life is really a gift I've been given. How can I use it? And, and, I think this idea that when I am able to understand the blessings that I'm receiving, then it, it really like, I always see kindness and gratitude as two si- kind signs of the same coin that when I realize the blessings that I'm having, then I only have room to offer that forward to others, you know? Um, and so for me, gratitude is an awareness that it's most importantly, I would say, and I'm just saying this out loud right now thinking, but, the most important thing is the awareness, and that deeper intention of understanding uh, humbly understanding this small role that we play and the gifts that we're being given while we are here, and how do we pay that forward? Of course, there's many other elements to gratitude. I was just at an elementary school uh, yesterday doing a program with them here in the New York area. And to children, I was explaining it in a way that it was gratitude is being thankful. But on the other hand, the less we can complain is the same equation. So the more we're grateful is on one side of the equation, the less we complain is on the other Mm -hmm. side of the equation. And how do we actually practice complaining less as children, as adults, all of us, uh, children have more of a right to, because they're always doing that to adults who they're dependent on, which that relationship is, is, is okay. um, and it, we grow out of it. But I was just trying to plant a seed of the idea that how can we play games like complaining lesson? try to go a day without complaining. But when you do, just be aware of it and say, oh, OK, and try to make a really fun uh, process. And I shared with him some examples of how I played that game before with, with my nephews and nieces and how amazing of an opportunity it is for us to cultivate gratitude by being aware of where we're complaining and saying, how do I flip that? And I'll give you an example. One time my nephew and I were at a hotel and it was a really nice hotel and we were waiting for the golf cart person to pick us up because it was quite a distance from the main office where our room was. And we were waiting. We called and five minutes later, the golf buggy didn't come 10 minutes later. It didn't come 20 minutes later. It didn't come. And then we were just like, and we had we had agreed that when we came to this hotel, we would not complain for the whole trip for our whole vacation. (laughs) For me, that was very important to go to an expensive hotel and then you start complaining. It just, to me, it's very painful to hear that. (laughs) So, so, so then we play this game. So we had this moment where at 20 minutes, this golf cart didn't come. We looked at each other and we started joking. We're like, so inside I was trying to think, how do we convert this from complaining to gratitude? And then we looked at each other. I started joking with them, like, wow, this is amazing. This golf cart hasn't come and we get a bond and spend these 20 minutes together sitting, standing side by side. And we started laughing. But this idea that we shifted the energy just through that intention and that awareness that we want to cultivate gratitude. How are we going to do it? What are the things we can do? And so to me, uh, gratitude is all encompassing in many ways. Uh, uh, my dear friend, Guri Mehta, she went on the Camino de Santiago from France to Spain and she wrote a poem called Pilgrim and one of my favorite quotes that she wrote uh was uh dear pilgrim be grateful for gratitude and suffering cannot coexist mm. and it's yeah maybe not a hundred percent true maybe we are suffering sometimes even though we feel grateful or we're going through some tough times but our our spirit has a bandwidth and the mo- more we cultivate it with compassion and gratitude the less uh, moments uh, we are given opportunity to suffer. And it's, and it's very powerful. Uh, it's a very amazing cycle, I think, that you know, we can look at and try to internalize.
0: Yeah, I, I love the fact that uh, you gave us this perspective. I really didn't think about gratitude in this way. The fact that uh, by uh, not giving energy to uh, complaining, And shifting that energy to gratitude, you can actually get more gratitude. Because indeed, we spend a lot of time complaining. um, And all that time spent complaining, it's not spent uh, in appreciation. And it's quite a pity because when we, we get a gift, if we are just complaining and just thinking about what's bad with the gift, course we won't enjoy it and it's it's the same with life right and you also anticipated my my uh my next question if you have a a favorite quote on gratitude which is (laughs) really cool um i I
1: like that one yeah
0: yeah so what i'm really curious uh you mentioned though um a few minutes ago the fact that even though we are grateful, we, uh, we sometimes suffer or we sometimes have a, a harder time to feel grateful. What do you do when it's harder to be grateful?
1: Um, I, I mean, just again, just being aware and being kind to myself. I think that's what I try to practice. And when I'm down or my emotions are down, I know I might not be the best me that I'm, that I'm possible of being, but I could be the best me in that situation. Um, um, you know, it's, it's in those moments where we can try to be nonviolent, you know, where the negative thoughts are coming or where there's challenges. And instead I'm staying neutral and I'm not harming myself or others, or I'm not putting negative energy in my mind or heart. Um, that's a big start. It doesn't have to always be feeling bubbly and grateful and thankful and compassionate, but we do have the capacity to be equanimous and what I mean by equanimous is not is trying to stay balanced. And in that balance, we, we don't get overridden too much. I mean, with all the suffering we see, you know, in this day and age, and that's always been there, but um, again, this goes back to that perspective. You know, when do we take that bigger perspective that we're just small little dots here for a moment? So when something does happen... It's tough in that moment, but can I get out of it a little quicker by gaining perspective? And can I get out of my depression a little quicker by just reflecting and realizing it's I'm not the whole world. I'm just a little speck of dust in it, and it's okay. It'll get over it, and this will pass. I will also soon pass and be a piece of dust again. And I'm not saying it's easy, Georgian. I'm just saying how do we incorporate this into our daily thought process a little more so that – we can soften the challenges a little and, and work through them and then get back to that space that we are uh, meant to be in, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And what I have uh, experienced and uh, other people that have been on the podcast as well, um, by cultivating a habit of being grateful more often, Mm -hmm. um, it actually makes it easier because your default isn't complaining. Your default is gratitude. And, even though you you still suffer sometimes you still might get depressed or or things like this it's easier to get back on track because this is your default and
1: absolutely Absolutely. yeah this is why yeah sorry
0: yeah this is why i believe gratitude is so powerful because it's Mm. it's easy to get back on track
1: yeah yeah
0: you you were saying something about the cycle it's
1: well I was saying that that idea of going into the negative space is a, is a is is a vicious cycle and it's a snowball mm-hmm. effect and so yeah. it's like not only trying to cultivate more gratitude but the more we avoid that the less we're deeper to go into that and we see that in many ways where common human conversations have to do with negative things uh complaining about something seeing how bad something and it's it's common human bonding to discuss suffering and and to uh, want to be a part of uh, suffering or observe it. It's, it's um, part of our human tendency to want to see darkness so that we can protect ourselves from it or discuss it so we can. But again, that's uh, a form of habit pattern that we've created that we pass on to each other that we nurture. And we can also nurture uh, as you are helping doing, which is cultivating these um, innate ways of seeing the world through through a lens of gratitude and positivity.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because the, the first one helps you with surviving, with uh, just going by and uh, existing in this right, world. Right. Uh, and the other one actually gives you more, like I like to say, deliciousness of yeah, life.
1: Joy and richness and yeah, blessings that we start feeling and seeing.
0: Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. But uh, I'm really curious when you discovered gratitude like not just the word but an actual experience of gratitude that uh, you felt personally
1: um it's happened over time i think uh for example i think i've i pray before each meal and i'm not just talking about a prayer towards some god of a religion but uh in gratitude for having a meal to eat um I think I've been doing that for over 15 years before anything that I put in my mouth or in my body. And I use that moment um, to also just still myself and try to just feel a little of the blessings and the amazingness of being here. So luckily, because we eat quite often in the day, if we're blessed to, then those moments also become times to root myself back in. Um, but I would say since I've moved to India in 2010, working with children in, in, in under underprivileged and slum communities um, for the last eight years, they're my teachers and uh, their mothers, their families, that communities. Uh, when I see all that is materially lacking and all the challenges and hardships that uh, these communities and these kids that are like my little brothers and sisters face, then they are the ones constantly teaching me to not complain. I don't have room to complain and to be grateful and to not take for granted the resources that you have and to make use of them for the betterment of others and for the good of others and um and it was actually for that exact reason that when I started empty hands and I finished this album I knew that I I would not be able to charge for this and uh whatever tours I do I would not charge for the album would always be free for people even physical album digital album whatever it is um because this was not something that I can say is mine
0: mm-hmm. and
1: this message is not mine and um this music whatever it is it's come th- through me physically in a physical way but it's not mine and and whatever blessings that I was able to record and send it out to the world so in that sense that gratitude was deep for me in that space because it allowed me to to share uh what I'm doing now from that space that I would want to from a space of gratitude and not from a space of doership or that I I did something or that I created something but really that hey wow I'm I'm able to help pass this on and let it flow you know
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and you can totally feel that when you listen to the songs they they're just amazing and uh also, the videos are are so uplifting. I I really, you you can really feel the the place that they they were uh, done in, and um, I, I really love that. But mm. um, I was also curious if you like in the past when you weren't that grateful and you weren't so appreciative of life, um, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude, like twenty years ago or i don't know
1: yeah good question um i mean i think it would have if i was to share a message on gratitude back then i actually don't remember maybe the space that i i was in but it would be much more superficial i think from a Mm -hmm. non-experiential space and uh which which actually to me is very meaningful to that uh to, for all of us to know that it's important that we experience um, in order to develop these values at a de- in a deeper way. That's why I really always encourage my family, the kids that I see around the world, or the, even the adults that I see around the world, to, to serve and help others and see that uh, no matter where we stand in the world, there are always people that are, or animals or the environment that's in it, and a more challenged space than us. And when we are able to go put our hearts in that space and serve, that's when there are shifts that happen and a space of thankfulness, a gratitude, uh, a seed, a deeper seed is planted. And it doesn't become just philosophical anymore. And I think it's easy for us to tell kids to be thankful, to be grateful. Um, but when we're, as adults, not actually practicing it at a deeper level, but we just want our kids to be that. Um, it's not easy. So what do we need to do? One, we need to be the we need to be the real ones practicing. And What is a practice of gratitude? It's a conservation of resources. It's a. Um, it's not. There's nothing that's taken for granted. It's um. It's it's not wasting things. It's, um, you know, sharing appreciation, in the smallest ways. Uh, somebody might be. A janitor at your school or in your office and sharing your love and appreciation or at the airport. Um, So that it's, uh, it's being aware of small, small things. And again, it's as we start practicing this as adults, that's the way kids will learn. It's not going to be through us telling them to be thankful. Um, So I think that shift has to happen first. And we have to expose ourselves in the, in our lives in ways that pull that out Um, and then I think those seeds can continue you know to go further
0: I love it I love it and I think it's really important what you just said um, for our listeners that um, that our parents and they that want to teach their children gratitude the best way to teach it is to uh, be the change you want to see yeah to 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 be uh, grateful and to like uh, Nemo uh, gave us the example uh, with his nephew that mm. he uh, showed him how to be grateful, even in a situation when they could have easily uh, complained. And uh, I believe this is, this is just amazing. But uh, how do you uh, stay grateful? Well, do you have some practices, something that you do daily or uh, periodically that uh, gets you to be grateful?
1: Yeah, that's probably the most important question, Georgian, because I think everything, all of spiritual uh, practices um, or philosophies have to root back to practice. And um, for me, there are various daily practices that I have. Uh, one is meditation, finding a space of stillness and silence would that e- eventually helps the, the clutter of the mind uh Drain away a little, and when those clouds go away, then I'm able to again, for a moment, see the the blessings and the beauty that exists. And that again is an important anchor. Um, Prayer again before meal and thanking um, this higher power for allowing me to eat today um, helps me realize and be grounded that I'm dependent on so many beings to allow for this nourishment to come onto my plate and without the world and without all this interconnectivity, I would just be a bunch of bones and then that would wither away. Um, I think uh, practices like uh, gratitude challenges, which is something we've always tried to encourage with our kids, with our families, with um, schools as much. So uh, our host family with service space, they have an organization called Kindspring.org. That's, dot org and they host these 21 day gratitude challenges and actually i had created this song grateful with my friend daniel as a gift to all the participants of the first 21 day kind- gratitude challenge that they did in 2013 and then my friend ellie happened to be in india at that time and i asked her if she could if we can shoot a video and we happened to just shoot that video in that week um as a gift to the participants of that 21 Gratitude Challenge. So just as an encouragement, like in families, in communities, you can do that where you take gratitude challenges because ultimately this is a muscle and we have to build and cultivate and nurture and nourish it. And then it starts shifting uh, our spirit, our nature, our habit patterns, and then you start seeing it. So, you know, now I feel like if I do complain for example, it comes really loud. I'm like, I can feel it, and I'll feel a a deep kind of like small pain in myself for complaining. And so that's great that I can start noticing and being aware of that fact that um, after whatever so many years of practicing that when I complain that negative or when I hear people complaining, it goes inside of me, and and the question comes up: How do we change this energy? Um so I think when as we start practicing little by little in small ways, a lot of people do diaries, gratitude diaries and journals before waking, I mean when waking up going to sleep. Whatever ways, small ways we can create our own practices to to remind ourselves of the blessings that we have. Um in the song, in the grateful song, there's a line that I, I really like, but a lot of people may not understand the meaning of it. It says, um, it's at the end of the song, but it's it says it's a gift to realize that everything is a gift, hmm. and that gift of realization is this awareness. When we are aware to realize that everything actually is here as a blessing, um, that awareness is the biggest gift that we can have. But how do we practice and cultivate that awareness day to day? Those are the practices we need.
0: Exactly, exactly. I I love this idea, and I think that gratitude is a gift being able to see the gifts that we have and that's one of the reasons why i'm doing this because i've seen myself that no matter all the things that i can achieve on the outside if i'm not able to appreciate my life and uh the outside circumstances uh they don't really matter and if i have this gift uh the the things that are on the outside um I, I just appreciate them more and uh, it's just the thing that I actually needed, not yeah. not the, the, the things that are mm. uh, on the outside. Um, so my last question for you is um, if you have some people in your life that uh, have impacted you, have helped you become the person that you are today and that you would like to mention.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there are so many people and the obvious ones, our mom and dad and my family and um, on the spiritual path. I think people like uh, Varenbhai and bhai and Nipun and Guri and uh, so many noble souls. Um, and I, I don't think they care to hear this or that, but um, I think the fact that there are noble friends uh, that I have, and I'm not even talking about the people that I know, but people like um, ourselves that are trying a little to do our small part of good in the world and to purify our own mind and hearts, all those beings on the planet. um, I thank for being noble friends and helping uh, lift me up and help, help me grow invisibly, visibly, whether you know it or not, um, you know, all those souls are there and, and all the, all the um, beings that allow for that. So, yeah, I think uh, I just feel blessed to, keep learning and growing together with our community all around the world
0: this is wonderful i i love the work that you're doing i love the fact that you um care about the children and you do things in relation to that and you're planting seeds like mm-hmm. uh i think there's a song right uh, yeah. planting seeds right um mm-hmm. i think this is amazing and that you're spreading gratitude this is awesome Thank you so much for for being here. Um, Thank you, brother. By the way, where can our audience find you? Where can our audience see your work? I know that your album is online and it's free and it's downloadable.
1: Yeah, yeah. The album is a gift for everyone on emptyhandsmusic.org. That's emptyhandsmusic.org. And then, yeah, all the music videos are also there. All the music videos are on on YouTube, Empty Hands Music. And Facebook also, Nimesh Nimo Patel. So, yeah, thank you. Keep spreading the love and light, everyone. And may we all keep serving all the people around us and and supporting in small ways through through our life, wherever we are.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: All right, brother. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast.